Murphy, my fellow Americans. In light of recent events, I hereby advise the U.S. government presents Hello, Ryan. And today we are joined by a special guest. How do you? How should I pronounce your name, Mister? Name is Flavor Rican. Flavor Rican. All right, perfect. Will you? It's a two-part word: flavor for flavor and Rican for Puerto Rican. Oh, Flavor Rican is a very special guest for our show. I just went on his show a couple of weeks ago. The Fried Water Podcast. Am I saying that correct, Flavor Rican? Yes, sir. Do you do you feel like there's any kind of like silliness or in calling yourself Flavor Rican, as in you're a flavorful Puerto Rican, and then calling your podcast Fried Water, which is arguably probably the most white, you know, bland thing you could possibly think of making. The yeah, the name has a, a a story. One of the guys in the podcast, uh, his name is Drew. He uh, he was making fun of one of my uh, one of our friends, and in the background it was sizzling. And he's like, "Yo, what are you frying? Is that is it water?" <laughs> so we were like, "What do you mean water? You don't fry water." And it, we just had it was like a twenty minute conversation on that alone. Yeah, you, you so gotta try some fried butter. You got to try some fried butter. I'm sure uh, my you can. I've had fried cheesecake. No, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Well, I do have some sad news to break to the show, and and uh, I do apologize. We've been missing for about a week. Uh, we had some really bad news, as you all know. We lost our funding a while back when the um, the Swiss Canal closed. Um, we were waiting in a quick wire transfer from a good friend overseas but he basically said he won't be able to transfer the money due to the taliban taking over kabul he said that he had to put all the money in a helicopter and get out as fast as possible so we do apologize for the delay and i do not believe this fucking story do you guys yeah. believe that the taliban took over afghanistan we spent two trillion dollars one we trained the afghan militia we allied with the rollers yeah we had 20 years to build that country up and yeah and it, and it fell no, no, yeah. no, no, obviously not. I, I think we did a really good job. We're, we, we've been uh, nation building for years. We've been training those fuckers. And the Taliban did their counterattack, and obviously they fought them back. And this so is you know, just dodging my since. phone calls. That's what's going on. I know. I, I even heard that he had his wife scream in the background, lying. Oh my God, they're coming. And even mimicked the sounds of gunshots in the background. But. I just don't trust it's, 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 it's all bullshit. It's, it's all it's all it's all absolutely fucking bullshit. But and in a serious note, I mean, a lot of us are like questioning why didn't the Afghan people fight uh, the Taliban when they were encroaching into Kabul? I want you to take it from their perspective. Imagine China invades America, takes over New York, Atlanta, uh, Texas, Austin, Dallas. San Francisco, LA, skips Rhode Island because that's really a pointless state that has no strategical importance and occupies the entire country. Okay? They occupy the country for years and they say anybody who had any connection to the American military or to any part of the national security apparatus can no longer get a job. They become unemployed. All those people, these join an insurgency against the Chinese overlords. The Chinese start training, say, okay, we're going to train a garrison force to fight, or fight the American insurgency. Now, if you're just an average dude and the Chinese invade, you have no social security, you have no Medicaid, you have none of the government benefits you were getting, you know, if you were, or your family was benefiting from, if you will. It'd be kind of strange if you're young and you got social security, I guess. You lost your job at the, at the KFC. And the Chinese military says, we will offer to train you to fight the insurgency. I want you to imagine this goes on for 20 years. And then I want you to imagine in the 20th year, China says, we're pulling out. We're bouncing. We're going to leave you. You know that every single ammo delivered to every single depot, every single supply truck, gas truck, water truck that went to every single base was delivered by the Chinese logistics team. Now they're gone. And, and there's a bunch of grizzled fucking Marine veterans fighting a separatist movement coming straight out of Alabama and West Virginia. 
and doing terrorist attacks and planting IEDs and shooting at these Chinese soldiers. And many of these guys fought in the Middle East for 20 years. And then they've been fighting the Chinese for 20 years. And you just signed up and the Chinese barely taught you how to, you know, load your weapon and cock the, the new rifle that you've been using. And, and, and let's be real. The only reason why you signed up is because it was the only game in town. The only way you knew that you had a friend who was a lieutenant in the Chinese garrison forces. And your parents said, well, we'll slip him $20,000. In exchange, you'll get, sorry, 20,000 yen. In exchange, you'll get 500 yen a month. Okay. Your family's like, we need that money. You lost your KFC job. This is the next, at least this way we can at least have some living expenses paid for and taken care of. No shit. Most people would take that job. Okay. We have no choice. You have no choice. You have no choice. You don't even give a shit about the Chinese. I mean, Flavorican, would you fight for the Chinese if they invaded America? Would you be a proud China, China supporter? Blame Canada. Blame <laughs> Canada. Yeah, I well, think I think it's we're all on the same page because uh, if you have no choice, you 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 gotta do just, what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. You have to do whatever it is to survive. So, so would you join the elite Mormon militia or would you join the Chinese uh, Liberation Army? Pretty sure that I will just put my guns down and be out. Now I want you to imagine a Navy SEAL charging at your base. The Chinese announced they're going to leave. There's no more fighter jets. There's no more logistics trucks. It's just you standing there with a fucking AK-47. He's got a he's got a steroid needle hanging out of his shoulder and an American flag <laughs> tattoo on his forehead. And he's screaming and he's holding an American flag sharpened like a spear. And he's th- he's pointing it at you and he's screaming while running at you saying, America! Gonna sit down and fight for against these people? Or you're just gonna say fuck it and go home? Well, that's never mind. Guys, I got some knowledge to drop on you guys. It's also never mind the fact that we were allied with some of the worst people ever. A lot of the people that we uh, supported were warlords in Afghanistan that would routinely, yeah. you know, rape little boys. Uh, and the U.S. soldiers were told, hey, uh, you know, don't do anything about it. They're our allies. You know, let them let them do whatever they want. Let them have them way with these little children. You know, that also, I imagine, hurts the morale of soldiers fighting under them, knowing that, oh, You think God. they know, though, to be honest? You think that the average soldier would know? I think, no, hold up. Is this guy doing some unspeakable things to kids? His lieutenant is like, shut the fuck up, look away. No, no, hold on. Imagine, though, when the Chinese invaded, they put Epstein. They're like, all right, Commander Epstein, <laughs> whip these soldiers into shape. And he's like, don't worry, I will. That, I think that's more of a... I see. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think that's how it works. Like, All right, we got General Bill Cosby, and we've got Lieutenant Epstein. Please, whip these American... Charge of Major voices. Harvey Weinstein. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so anyways, um, there are also... Uh, I've seen some of my friends uh, who are in the military sharing some stuff about some type of Northern Alliance that's gearing up. Uh, they're like, I think they're passions or something. So there's, this, the, yeah, there's a minority ethnic group in uh, Afghanistan that said they're going to fight the Taliban. So it's probably going to descend into civil war, but they're much smaller than the Taliban. It kind of seemed the Taliban are looking pretty strong right now. I don't know about you guys, but they well, look pretty I, I tough. I do have a few questions that you guys might know the answer to. Are the Taliban a... Are they the good guys? Well, yeah, that's a that, that'll be no. like a second question, but but the first one is, they were able to to quote unquote take over the whole place. So these are how many people are we talking here? A hundred thousand? Like it seems I, it seems to me like this was going to happen regardless, based on the amount of people that they that they have. I mean, they used to be the government of Afghanistan, so you know that's a if that adds some context to the kind of uh, the amount of support they have. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many people are in it, but I think they were the government for five years. I mean, we have to make that clear. I mean, we need to make sure that anybody who's listening doesn't have a misconception about Afghanistan as if it was always ruled and held by the Taliban. They've been relatively very shortly in charge of the country and for a very brief time. I think the problem is, is they're very motivated. 
And uh, there definitely are a lot of Taliban supporters. Take my hypothetical about the Chinese occupation of America. Wouldn't you think the American people would be motivated in kicking out um, uh, the Chinese? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, okay, so Flavorican, there's probably a mix of people who have sympathies to the Taliban and then, you know, people being true believers. I can't imagine how many, uh, I don't know how many are true believers, but there are enough that they've been successful at cooing the government before, and there are enough of them that they were able to spank the Yankees, uh, you know, and get them out of there. But in reality, though, we didn't have U.S. forces in Afghanistan for, like, the past 11 years or something like that. I'm pretty sure we pulled, like, most of them were pulled out by, like, 2009, it was it, there was like a it was like a kind of like a wave, right? They kept increasing and decreasing, increasing. From my understanding, of course, I think Flavorican. The best way to look at it is is more like what happened in Iraq. It's like how the fuck did ISIL take so much land so fast? It's because in Iraq, at least, a lot of the people who joined to uh, the American side to like take over the checkpoints and to fight. Yeah. The Amer- Americans in Iraq or people who the Americans said you can't get a job in Iraq anymore. So they joined the insurgency and the people who did join mostly joined because of an investment opportunity it was the only way to make money. Now, it's not all too clear for a lot of us exactly. Are the Taliban a single united force? You know, are they are, are they a confederation of different groups? You know, that will be apparent as as we go on. But I don't th- I mean, I think part of the problem is, you know, like, what are you fighting for? So for a lot of the Taliban, you know, they're like, oh, I'm fighting for not only freedom of my country, but, you know, whatever religious cult that they subscribe to. And yeah, then I, would, the other I, I people- don't know. I don't know, Anthony. I, I would actually assume that most people are just there to loot all the loot boxes the American left behind. I mean. I don't know how zealous. I'm sure there are a few people that are, you know, pretty. They they are sold by whatever you know uh, Islamic fundamentalism that they're they're operating in. I, I'm sure there are a couple people. Like you said, these people. You said these people are like the you know the rural. They're like the hicks of Afghanistan. So yeah, I, yeah, but I'm just saying it's not all too clear yet because we need we need some time to go by to look a little bit into nuance. A little bit more exactly what's happening in Afghanistan. It's a little bit hard to, uh, but but I think the the, the wider question, Flavorican, and for Anthony, is: Do you think Biden did the right thing by pulling out? Well, to, it just it just seems like it, it just seems like there's no use, there's no point of of continuing to babysit them when they don't want to act on it. And then to you know to add to add to that, this is not the first time. I could see if this was the first time, then I would probably say, yeah, we should, probably should help. But what would you say, Flavorican, to all the people who are trying to escape? Would you do you think you would support them coming to the states? I guess that falls into the whole that falls into the whole uh, uh, aliens coming in. How do how do you feel about that? Would you would you welcome Afghan refugees into your community? You're anonymous or, here, so me, me personally, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Okay. I mean, what, and then also, let's make it a little bit easier for you. What, what about, uh, you know, uh, people that supported the U.S. government? Let's say that, because, uh, you know, there were obviously quite a few Afghans that supported the U.S. military, helped them operate in the region, uh, especially in the capital of Kabul. Um, so what about, uh, there are lots of translators and uh, other people that supported our uh, military. Do we give them and, you know, let them come? to America as uh, refugees. You know, a lot of these people say that the Taliban's going to murder them. Uh, do we do we let these people come here, or do we just say, ah, fuck you, God, thanks for the help, but, you know, we don't have a good have history a, of supporting yeah. our allies, so, you know, fucking figure it out. Why? Hey, Why <laughs> thanks would... for helping us, but yeah. bye. But the, the, the places around them, are, are they saying anything to help or not help? Because you would think that, you know, we come in to to sort of quote unquote fix it, but we we live all the way over here. There's people that live next to them. Do they care? Well, it's I mean, the countries near Afghanistan have um, every country around Afghanistan tries to uh, tries to control Afghanistan. They're not exactly the friendliest people. 
when it comes there is a lot of afghanis refugees in pakistan for example but and, and, and isn't turkestan who borders uh afghanistan in the north they're like a u.s di- uh, supported dictatorship too i'm pretty sure like isn't that the yes. dude that fucking boils people alive and pits of uh, acid pot, yeah. yeah pits of, a- I think that's of Uzbekistan. acid i could be cor- uncorrect well but, the dictator yeah. of Turkestan is the guy that fucking sings on the national tv and has like 40 guinness, guinness book of world records for being amazing and doing these weird things and also like uh, you know, he's 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 one of those eccentric dictators who's like, I'm amazing. I and he uh, has like a bunch of reality TV shows that he forces his people to watch. And uh, he's supported. Not to, not to interrupt you, but I do want to hear your answer. Do you think we did the right thing by pulling out of Afghanistan? And what would we do with the refugees? I think we did the right thing by pulling out because we we don't really have any business there. After all these years, uh, in regards to the refugees. This is tough to pick because what makes them better than other people that need the same help? Is it because because it's now? Well, I think, that, now? I think I, I see what you're saying, but I think I think the argument is more that they're directly we're directly responsible to what's happening to them over there. In that, but you can't say that because we're not responsible. It's not our fault that they took over. Well, we left. I mean, to be fair, and we told the and we yeah, told the how, people. How's that fair? We 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 yeah. trained them for many years. This is we didn't go there for a week and bounce. So I, I, you know, I see. But well, we did tell the people. Okay, we did tell them that we're gonna protect you. We're gonna, you know, we gave them aid. We gave them resources. I mean, listen, can Let's be real. If you were in Afghanistan and the and the Taliban were taking over, wouldn't you want to leave? No. Oh. That goes back to the previous question. Am I being trained because I chose to be to be trained so I could take care of my own country? Or just am say I you being trained there. because I have no choice and that's the best that I can do to survive? Okay, let's say let's say you chose. To, what would be the difference for you? Like, I'm just I'm just curious. What's the difference between the two points? Yes. Well, it's very big because in the U.S., anyways. You are not forced to join the military. You join the military because you want to. So okay. part of the reason that you join because you want to is, it's it, to me anyways, is, is because you want to prove that you care and you want to uh, help and, and have this image that you are the one that can help and uh, sort of create this, this uh, shield, this bubble for your family. and. And and obviously serve the country. So that mentality is a free will. You choose to join the military to do that. Okay. So so if you take that same point over there, and you join because you want to serve the country and help and have everything make it a better place, then you're joining to do that. Which 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 means when they leave, you you're gonna take care. You, okay, gonna, so I think so. it helps to know a little bit of the history of Afghanistan, instead oh. of just thinking of it just as hey we invaded. I think it helps to understand that there's been a long history of imperial powers fighting over this country and supporting coup after coup after coup. If you look at the history of uh, Afghanistan, they haven't had a stable government for longer than like five years other than the socialist government uh in like the 70s because foreign powers are constantly supporting people to say hey we'll give you money weapons and help support you if you just coup the government that's incredible people too right anthony like you're talking about i know you read a lot of of history for the podcast so so for example the british were doing it and the russians were doing it and then the americans started doing it so the taliban i'm sure you've heard but basically, we helped train and equip many of the members of the Taliban. So that's what's strange about us fighting a war against them is we were allied to them when they were fighting the Soviets. So we basically picked the most radical, most Islamic fundamentalist group in the region. And we're like, here's a bunch of Stinger missiles. Here's a bunch of uh, rifles. Here's a bunch of bullets. Just go coup the government. Because in the 70s, I don't know if you ever saw some old pictures, but there's some old pictures of Afghanistan in the 70s of uh women uh not wearing any kind of coverings or anything like that here i'll uh i'll i'll put a picture in here just so you could see flavor but basically in 
So uh, there are lots of pictures of te- uh, Afghanistan in the 1970s when the uh, is uh, the socialist government was in charge, and the socialist government, which you know this is Cold War, so obviously America could not have a socialist government uh, being in charge of Afghanistan, even if they are better for the people. It doesn't matter. So. You know, women were wearing skirts in Afghanistan. They didn't have their hair covered. They were going to school. They had jobs. Uh, You know, these people's lives were improving under this socialist government in the 1970s. So what we did is we picked the most radical fundamentalist group in the country and just kept giving them barrels of cash. Just fat. We gave them millions of dollars. We gave them rounds. We gave them stinger missiles, guns, and everything. And then we're like, "Hey, go overthrow the government." So I think that kind of makes it a little bit different. Uh, you know, us pulling out is like the Taliban is someone that we supported and created for years. I mean, did you ever see the one of the Rocky movies where they uh, one of the movies they have a tribute to the Mujahid- Yeah, Rambo. Sorry, Rambo. One of the Rambo movies say. Uh, this movie is uh, is dedicated to all the valiant freedom fighters in the Mujahideen fighting against the Soviets in Afghanistan. And they removed that tribute after the Taliban took charge because it was a little awkward to have an American movie praising this group that ended up being a very Islamic fundamentalist group that chops people's hands off and forces women to wear uh, fully covered burqas. Um, so that's like a little bit more context to the region is like, you know, it's not like we just invaded in the early 2000s. It's like we invaded and are attacking the very people that we armed and supplied and supported that took over and couped a government that was much more progressive. Is that, and uh, and uh, just to build up on Anthony's point, I mean, we also supported the Northern Alliance who basically grew poppy fields and used the country as their own personal sex dungeon in a lot of ways completely tortured and, you know, mutilated and sexually uh, used sexual violence as an act of war against people. Well, I, I was just saying, like, this is kind of like a text. This is kind of how we've operated with a lot of countries in the world is we basically pick the most violent, horrible group in the region. And we say, hey, as long as you agree to be friendly to us, we'll support you. We don't care. So that's kind of what that's what happened in Central America. Uh, Central America, many of those countries have not been stable for many years, specifically because we picked a group called the Contras, which was a a narco terrorist group that used rape and murder as a, you know, tactic to control the population. Pinochet in Chile and, you know, every other despot. And then Pinochet in Chile also. Uh, He was he's well known for. Uh, having a stadium that he turned into a mass uh, torture uh, um, uh, compound, and there's a pair- for it. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> and they used to say that uh, you know he killed so many people in that stadium that the roads would be uh, have a river of blood running down them from the stadium because he was executing so many people. And the reason why we do this though is because of the Cold War. So, you know, we would be uh, not friendly with any leftist government or socialist government, no matter what, no matter if they were good for the country or bad for the country. We were just not friendly to them. And we would usually arm and equip the most violent people. So that's kind of that's what happened in Afghanistan is after Afghanistan has like 300 years of global empires fighting over them. And most recently it was the so. So that's kind of. You know, I think that's a little bit more context to the area. So I personally think we should take uh, accept every refugee from Afghanistan just because I think we owe these people because we did arm and train a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, Taliban fighters that ended up taking over the country. Um, Like, for example, Osama bin Laden, too. Uh, You know, Osama bin Laden was trained. He was actually... Did he? I think he was uh, privately thanked or publicly thanked by Ronald Reagan for being such a great freedom fighter. Uh, and he ended up, you know, orchestrating 9 11. You know, that's a little awkward too, is Osama bin Laden, the, the big bad guy, uh, ends up, you know, we, we've been supporting him, giving him fat stacks of cash, and then he ends up doing 9 11. That's kind of awkward. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the question more flavor Rican would be like, do you th- do you think that is more of your objection here that uh, if we're giving refugee status for a bunch of Afghanis, why aren't we giving it for other people who equally as deserve it? Yeah, pretty much. Everybody deserves the same chance, but I'm guessing that because this is happening now, they're yeah. they're quote unquote more important. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same for any place that needs help. But I, I think that agree. I think I also think that if no one else cares that lives around them, because they can just as easily refugee on the on the nearby countries. Why why does it have to be all the way over here? Well, in a lot of ways, is because the country to the west of them is extremely hostile to the, to them. So yeah. So on 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 that topic, what exactly? Because they took over so fast, I just feel like they, everybody's in agreement that, that they want that. Because if there's no pushback at all, then everybody agrees. If you don't have a single, you don't have a single city, a single city out of all the cities that they have that oppose. No, no. To be fair, Flavorican, a lot of people are opposing, but you know they're mostly. Yeah, but when you say people, we, what, what are we talking like? Like ten? <laughs> no, no. There's huge marches, you know. But it's it's very scary to go against a brutal force. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't fucking protest if I were there. I would fucking run as fast as possible. <laughs> there are some women and there are some people protesting, and I'm I'm fucking shocked that even anyone would protest with the, you know, the Taliban is known for using. Corporal punishment, chopping people's hands off yeah, and whipping them. Uh, so, so there so, are people protesting. And... So you think that they're going to to go back to their their ways of 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 being evil, or you think that because of all these tweets and how they're acting up, are they gonna? Is it like Taliban two I think the Taliban's gonna be very woke. They they promised everyone that they care very much about women's rights, and, but like. They they've been uh, they've changed. They're a different Taliban. It's like a ex boyfriend or an ex. So what do, what do they you know? gain by they've had by a whole versus what they had before? You know, being powerful. Uh, you know, why would like? Could you imagine? Uh, they, were, they were already powerful. Well, yeah. I mean, oh it's, no, no. It's like me I'm, getting. It's like me getting a, a. It's like me knowing something or you knowing something, but you need a paper that says that you know it. Well, imagine like, you know, like, could you do you think there are any Christian fundamentalists in America that would like to control the government and tell everyone you need to carry a Bible everywhere you go? I'm sure there's someone. Oh, yeah, there's absolutely crazy people out there that would love that. So that's how I envision the Taliban is they're like those crazy people. But in Afghanistan, it's like like it would be like the MAGA crowd taking over the country. I mean, a lot of the reason they want to be in charge of the country. I wouldn't so much con- uh, compare it to the MAGA crowd. I'd compare it more to, like, specific, no, because I think... You're uh, right. Not, not like the people who literally just try to do a coup in this country. N- not like them. We should definitely not compare it to them. No, uh, no. A bunch sorry, of crazy I, fundamentalists. Okay. I, well, <laughs> Listen. I think, I think the Taliban might be a little bit more religious than the MAGA group, for example. I think, I think all, all these religious, so-called religious people are probably hypocrites. They just want power for the power's sake. They don't really give a shit about the religion. It's just a way for them to use it. Leverage it to control. Yeah. So what about this? Do you think that they, they might just be real passive right now because they just want everybody to leave and then go crazy? Well, you see, a lot of a lot of what's happening is, is that the a country is not the same country it was 20 years ago when we invaded. I've seen some numbers that said the population has doubled in size. And, the and there access- are also people that have literally grown up under U.S. occupation. There's like kids who were born when we invaded, and now they're 20. You know, so they've had experiences of being able to go to school and uh, you know a different reality than they maybe would have lived under Taliban control. So that might cause some issues. And then there's uh, like what Anthony said. There's also a lot of people have more access to the internet, so they're more accustomed to freedom. The Afghanistan of 20 years ago, when we invaded, was much but more isolated. Oh yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah, that yeah, the same good... as China? Can they just ban it and just like China does, and then they could? But that's it. but I think like it, it. Just imagine though, a lot of these uh, Afghani people, they're scrolling on Instagram, they're looking at TikTok videos. 
They're going on Facebook. They're watching memes or they're looking at memes. They're watching, you know, uh, Instagram influencers on Instagram. So, like, they're not so sheltered as they maybe used to be in the in the 90s or early 2000s. They've had years of who knows, maybe some of them listen to this podcast right now. You know, they have no, much. We actually access. have demographics. Nobody listens to us in Afghanistan, but we get a lot of people from North Korea, uh, as it should be. But um, so th- there's that too, and then there's the factor that a lot of the people. Well, listen, time will tell whether they're going to behave or not behave. Whether they're going to be cruel, horrible people, or they're going to be, are they going to make some liberal reforms? And don't forget that the Taliban are not a single entity. There are a bunch of different groups. In a lot of ways, which have their own ideas of how the country should run, they're not a you know they're not all thinking the same here. Some of the groups want to liberalize and make the country a little bit uh, safer to live in. Some of the people want to go back to the old ways. That's the other thing. So because they all took over each city, do they all are do they all work? To, do they all call each other on the? Uh, do they all DM each other? <laughs> well, there's definitely uh, some coordination, of course. But uh, I think I think a lot of the tally. So uh, so part of the news is that they found I mean, over a trillion dollars worth of rare earth minerals in Afghanistan. That's a lot of wealth and money that they didn't even know about that a couple of years ago. But the only way to get their hands on that stupid amount of wealth that's underground is to allow foreign corporations to come in and take those res- okay. and mine those yeah. resources. So they don't want to scare off foreign investment by going too crazy too fast. Otherwise... They need to they they need to try to get some global recognition so countries abroad can agree to invest in their countries. Otherwise, they're never going to get their hands on that resources. I, I think they might take the Gulf state approach where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna appease the fundamentalists in our country, but like if you're foreign, it's all good. You're fine. You're not going to get attacked. Just you know you can party if you want." Just, uh, you know, we're going to make some overtures to our, you know, more religious native population. I mean, only time will tell. It depends on what happens. Right now, they're kind of invading into Iran and trying to take an eastern part of it. If there's a civil war or this or, or anything really they're, crazy they're happens. Prob- there probably will be a civil war. It's just who knows how long and, you know, strong the uh, oh, yeah. people that challenge the Taliban. Because the Taliban's been selling dope, you know, opium for 20 years. I mean, Flavor Econ, I don't know if, how uh, accustomed you are to the international drug markets. Oh, but, uh, you know, you know, I got on my speed <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. And Afghanistan, they've, uh, they've got the best heroin, if you're wondering. They grow, I think, like a third of the world's heroin or, you know, some significant chunk. So I can't imagine. What do you think it's like controlling the production of like the third of the world's heroin? Her- heroin. You know, they made some serious fat stacks of cash over the past couple of years. Yeah, I would imagine so. So uh, they are they are flush with dollar dollar bills, y'all, or euros. Who knows? Um, but basically, uh, I'm very excited to see how this goes, though. They did say they're going to be more woke. So Flavorican, with your expert opinion... Do you trust them? Do you believe them? Do you think they're going to be extra woke? Nah, I don't trust them. But <laughs> it will be interesting to see if they do it. Because well, then people will people will have a different opinion. Well, I mean, I think, you know, there is a chance that uh, if they develop the country a little bit more, it could, uh, you know, their lives could improve a little bit. I think it probably, honestly, there's a part of me that says maybe it could get better without the U.S. being in there. Because I don't know if you heard some of the uh, stories of uh, U.S. contractors, for example, for a bunch of them uh, got in trouble because U.S. contractors were bribing the Taliban with hundreds of millions of dollars not to attack their convoys. Yeah, yeah, I, would, were... I, think, I, think, I think that's kind of important because I think a whole part of the conflict we're missing here uh, is that how incompetent our fucking military is, especially in the way they spend all their cash. Uh, you see, every time you get into one of these conflicts, especially if you look at the Vietnam War, or you look at the Iraq War, there's always a... In, the, the fucking people in charge keep wanting to misjudge the numbers to make everything look like it's working out. They don't report the, even like the right information to the president. 
because they keep need to justifying their fucking budgets and all that it's like stuff. Like a job, you know. You always yeah, 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 until exactly. everything yeah, goes totally under. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The gen- the president asked the generals, "Oh, how's the Taliban war going?" going and they're great. like, "They're like amazing. We beat them back. Everything's yep. under control." Yep, everything's under control. But I do think, like, it also, uh, you know, the fact that we had government contractors literally bribing the Taliban for the past, uh, you know, few decades also is like, boy, you think that the Taliban just took those millions of dollars from our private military contractors and we're like, oh, yes, we'll use this to grow gardens, to feed our people. You know, no, okay, they're guys, like, guys, oh. Guys, 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 please, please, please. Enough of this Afghanistan talk. Who gives a shit? It's oh over. Let's God. let's talk about the real serious news, the more important news that's been breaking. OnlyFans. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. That's, that's what I was getting like nine percent of my porn, and now it's gone. I'm, I mean, I know another job I, now. I know. Let's say me and Flavorican have been doing a joint OnlyFans account for yeah, uh, for a while. And <laughs> that was like half our funding there. I mean, it's uh, yeah. you know. Twinklejunkies.com. It's my my handle. Yeah, yeah. All that all that uh you know Taliban heroin that we were uh you know doing is is not cheap. Not cheap at all. I, so, I, I listen, okay, let, let's be a little bit serious here. Why do we actually think they banned um only child fans? porn? Child well, I, porn I have the I know uh-huh. why. I want to hear it. Yeah. But obviously I don't work there, so it could be a lie, but it's a it's a few things, and the child porn is is definitely I, one. I of bet them. it is. I bet it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's a, one of them. So yeah. essentially, uh, credit card companies are are in charge. They 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 are in the middle of everything. When you you know you buy something, it goes through them. Then you get your money, et cetera, et cetera. So they, meaning the credit card companies, don't want anything to deal with things like child pornography. So if the if you're Business is caught with something like that. The credit card company cuts you out, and now you don't have a way of making money. This this happened to uh, to Pornhub. Um, they got caught somehow because obviously it's it's a gigantic website, millions and millions of videos. All you really need is one. So well, one video leak. Anybody, that's how you, that's how when you're not verifying who the fuck gets to put on your platform. Well, they happen. they never had that. So yeah, so that's that's what Pornhub did. They ended up creating uh, verification. First, they scrub all the videos. So I know they all they the videos were literally gone. Delete all yeah. the videos. That they they took you know Purge. multiple terabytes. It, it gone forever. Then they started doing a verification process. So you need to be verified by them in order to put content. Post yeah. But but they still don't have access to credit cards. Their affiliates do. So if you want to get paid through, if they the way they get paid is through um, uh, uh, direct bank or crypto. What? That's how oh, they no. get paid. Yeah. So that's why the crypto market's been going up so, <laughs> so tremendously. Right? That makes a lot of sense now. I want to thank them for that. Yeah. So so when it comes to OnlyFans. Uh, so far, the they don't want to do verification, and they don't want they don't even want Why? to bother with that. I don't know. I don't know if if they don't have the resources to do it right away. They, they're they're stacked. They, don't want they make to. a lot of money. I, I, yeah, I mean, but let me tell you something. Just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean they have the resources to do the work. Um, and I learned this from lovely uh, uh, Uber Eats, Postmates, DoorDash. What they traffic in a lot of pedophilic the, the, uh, food creation? No, the, is that what you're saying? The, the job that I work, uh, I deal with them, and they make tons of money. But their infrastructure is just is, is not. Yeah, good. because that's the only way you grow really fast, right? You have to let anybody be able to become a content producer as fast as possible. That doesn't put any breaks. I mean, in their case, deliver food as fast as possible or join. It's ease yeah, of so, joining. That's their yeah, business. So you you have all this money. Yes, you make tons of money, but you don't have what it takes to 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 move the way you want to so i'm i'm guessing that they don't they don't have it so they they cannot do it fast enough so it's easier to just cut it for now and just i'm also thinking it, yeah. it's just for now also i don't think it's gonna be forever because that's their cash cow how, how and then okay so then that's one thing and the second thing is that even though they make tons of money they are having problems uh finding investors investors don't want to mess around with sex stuff and obviously i'm not 
uh, on at that level, so I wouldn't know why. But they you haven't you haven't been in the series uh, B <laughs> funding rounds. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not in those meetings. But they are not they're having problems with that, and they believe it's because of the uh, sex content. So cutting that will ease investors so that they can actually find some. Why I mean, would you bro, need to find some when you're making all this money? I have no idea. Bro, some of these investors reason. are old ass fucking, you know, boomer motherfuckers that are like, these women should not be showing such skin. These whores. So what is that's this? no, that's legit though. Partially, you know, some investors, the big ones, do care about stuff like that. Some of them are very, you know, Christian. Uh, hey, what do you want me to say? A lot of very wealthy people in this country are white Christian males. So they're like, these women are floozies. We should not be supporting them. So if you want my millions of dollars of investment dollars, you better cut that shit out. So I think you that's would, you, partially... you would think that some of them would not would, would not give a shit, right? Would just but some like, of them hey. do. But, some right, of them so, do. So yeah. two things about that. One is, these people make tons of money, so why do you need investors? And the second thing is, they became big because of that. They didn't become big because some random dude was playing a guitar. I know. Yeah. It's very obvious that this is like what they're Yeah, whole it's, it's extremely obvious how they made their money. So <laughs> yeah. I don't have two million, two million content creators, you know, that's, that's a big number. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't buy, I, I agree. They're, I mean, unlike Uber and uh, Grubhub and DoorDash and Postmates, they're actually making that, money. That, that are highway robbery, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they also got in trouble in California. About $35 for a, a McChicken. Can you believe that <laughs> shit? $80, $80 for two. It's hey, insane. You, you wanted at 2 in the morning, right? So there you go. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay anything for fucking convenience. Yeah, you were Just hungry don't... at 2 in the morning, right? So that's what you're paying. That's how they get. Let me, let me check Uber Eats right now. Let me see if there's anything good. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I don't buy their whole. Um, oh, yeah, we're just gonna move away. We're gonna focus on our core industry, which is pottery and fucking knitting. Yeah, you know, no. it's uh, yeah, just bullshit. So, have you guys been watching any of these reality shows? Like too hot to handle. I really, oh, wait, I really, really want to talk we, about this. Okay, wait, I've, been, wait, I've, wait. I've been itching. I've been itching. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. we do agree that it's because of child pornography and Christian male conservative investors right those are the that's the big reasons why uh only fans had to switch the fear of of having that in their platform will kill them so yes Boom. i can there yeah, we go. I, glad we could work this out okay anyways we can, we can agree on the geopolitics of afghanistan but we all can agree <laughs> on only fans and oh, why they're closing down shop and i i it was probably temporary that is that is the only way they fucking make any money let's be real so uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching any of these shows, uh, Too Hot to Handle or Fuckboy Island on HBO Max. I think H or Amazon Prime. One of HBO Max. Negative, but I'm gonna have to watch it now. No, I do definitely recommend it because I think talking about this like conservative hold in a lot of our culture, especially with sex norms. There's a show on Too Hot to Handle, and l- let me tell you the setup. Okay, the, the setup is pretty fucking funny. It's basically that there's a bunch of really horny, young, attractive people get trapped in an island, and then they tell them all, oh, by the way, after a day there, they're like, okay, the first day there, they're like, everybody have sex, have a great time, have a great, you know, just just make this an orgy island, and then a day the, after it's The, the done, future that I'm fighting for, yes. <laughs> the future we're all fighting for. But then a fucking day later a robot comes like a siri uh robot comes and basically says listen everybody i know you all it's like i know you all came here to have sex and have fun but we're gonna cut that shit out because all of you are superficial sluts and you can't have meaningful connections so the only way for you to get to know each other and be healthy as individuals is to refuse to have sex for the whole time you're here and if you do that you may get a up to $100,000 prize if you refrain from having sex. Would you do that, Flavor Recon? How long? Uh, I think it's a month. I'm down. Let's go. No jacking Give me off. my money. No jacking <laughs> off. Give me my money. Hey, I've been doing this already. So I will pour <laughs> cold water every day. Might as well get paid for it. Okay, I'll but be in that beach every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, here's the problem with the show. I mean, with Too Hot to Handle, I think a lot of the problem with the show is it, it kind of sex shames. It basically tells people if you choose to have a lifestyle 
that you go and you have what the show calls frivolous sex and have a lot of fun, you're, you're a bad person. Every single day... The As robot, it should be. No, I think yeah, it's unhealthy. Of course. Yeah, it's yeah. What do you mean unhealthy. Yeah, so, I'm very progressive it's, it's with my economic. Unhealthy to bang yeah. girls every day. I'm I'm very progressive with my economic politics, but these social issues. Oh yeah, Christian right wing conservative. These people yeah. need to get married and only have one partner, and sex should only be for procreation. Am I right, procreation. guys? Yes. Yeah, exactly. but don't shame. Yeah. And, and listen, the funny thing about the show is that the fucking robot, every single day, it comes out and it basically says, You've all been sluts. And because of that, I'm going to, I'm going to, Stacy gave this person a blowjob. Stacy, you slut, confess your sin in front of the whole crowd. And because you did that, we're going to remove $12,000 from the group pot. You know and why it, it's a robot? Why? Because if it was a person, they'll get smacked. So. They- <laughs> But, that, but that's what happens, and I think, you know, I, I find it interesting because it's a show that has extremely conservative viewpoints about sex and human relations. It says anybody who strays away from a monogamous path is um, inherently, you know, a flawed human being, and you shouldn't be doing that, you know. It, it, and it basically, it demands that the contestants adhere to the to the viewpoints of, of a very conservative view. It's like, it's like a North Korean re- re-educational camp for people who are I having mean, too much fun. I mean, fun. you wouldn't think this about, like, a... Uh, but, I mean, I think it's funny, though. This is, like, perfectly American conservatism. Is basically, like, yeah, having sex before marriage is bad, but also, here's a camera that we have aimed at the women's skirts that are on Fox News. Yeah, right? exactly. The young, blonde, beautiful women. And, and they... they Fox News would probably take an episode of this show and be like, look at this. These, these whores. Look at them. These and then would, yeah, and then they would replay the video eight or nine times. They'd be like, play it again, Jim. Let's see these whores dance around on the beach. Uh, these yeah, whores. And, I, and in essence, it's funny because it's both the show is profiting off the sex appeal of the show, and at the same time, it's saying these people are bad for, for wanting to act within their urges. You know, it's it's just it's all over the place. It's a really fucking funny show because you feel like the producers had had an idea. They're like, let's put a bunch of young people in an island and let's make it a torture, uh, like a torture island. Like let's make play all these cruel pranks on people where we put them into these very compromising positions that that makes it makes it as attractive as possible to sleep with each other. But if they actually sleep with each other. They, they should get punished for it. And then you have, like, halfway through writing the show, you feel like you get another producer who comes around and says, we can't have a show like that. We need to have an uplifting purpose to the show that makes, that makes all the people become better people. So then you get this very fucking conservative show that says, if you don't have sex... That aesthetically might look progressive or yeah. very liberal, right? Well, it's true because they use a lot of like new age stuff, uh, like new age uh, psycho babble to get these people to connect with each other, which are always laughable and fucking stupid. How how diverse is the cast, though? I mean, I I do always notice that because I I always feel like uh, reality TV shows nowadays that are like that for young people, they do like strategically. It's like, boy, they can't have any more minorities than like 10% of the cast. It has to be a requirement. Yeah, it's like a requirement, so it will always be like that, but you can't have more. And I always feel like, too, there's that aspect of, like, the show is like, come on, guys, stay within your group. Uh, Like, I feel like there is some aspect of that. Uh, I don't know how, uh, you know, maybe we should do a study and figure out, you know, exactly how many times they do date outside their race, but it really does seem like it's like, all right, we're being just progressive enough to have them on T have minorities on TV, but we're not going to uh, let them associate with the pure whites that are, you know, from Alabama and the good Midwest. Well, and, and, you know, and, and really, it really reminds me a lot of my friends, you know, sorry if you're hearing this, uh, who are like extremely Christian but they're mm-hmm. like the most hedonistic, debauched people in their private lives. Oh, I've met uh, people like that. Florida. He, he, Florida is the king. Florida is the king of hedonistic, debauchery Christians. 
ever. Yeah, yeah. It's like they have they have to be preaching to people and saying you have to behave this a certain way. You have to refrain from sex. It's not healthy. And as soon as they get alone with other people in a room, they're like, "All right, let's have an orgy." I <laughs> they're have like, whip out the down. cocaine. They're like, "All right, time to do some bumps. Come on, guys." Yeah, seriously. So it, you know, so it's show roped me the wrong way, and then. You look at the HBO Max version of the same kind of dilemma of how do we have a reality sexy show in the age of Me Too that's respectful about women and that's not too exploitative. Now, HBO's answer was quite different. Their show is a much better show. It, uh, it's, it, it has a better message. It doesn't sex shame the people. Uh, their show is called Fuckboy Island. Now, the premise of this show is that they put, I think it's like 24 men and three women in an island. Which a is nice ratio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then they basically say to the... Um, they split the 24 men into two groups. They have a group that, that are called the fuckboys, who are, you know, monogamous... Not monogamous, but, you know, they use social manipulation and Man emotional... Horse, yes. Yeah, and, and emotional manipulation to date the woman. And then there are 12, quote-unquote, nice boys who just want to have good, healthy connections with people that's not evolved around social manipulation and emotional manipulation. And the task of the woman contestants are to try and pick and choose which, uh, who to, you know, every, every day in the island, they get to kick out some of the men. Three of the men get kicked out by the female contestants, and their job is to try and pick the nice boys. So it's kind of like imposter um, or like Among Us. And if they pick a nice boy, the, the prize money gets split. 50000 goes to the female contestant and 50000 goes to the male contestant. However, if they pick a fuckboy, the fuckboy gets to keep $100,000. And, um, and they don't have to date the girl. So this kind of, <laughs> That's yeah. great. I have to watch this. But what Wait, if, hold on. Time out. So yeah. what, if, what if the fuckboy wants to pretend to be a nice guy? That's the whole point. Yeah, all the fuckboys try to use their social manipulation oh, to trick no, the woman they're that they're, they're, they're not. Yeah, they could totally. Yeah, yeah. Come these, on. these girls are not gonna win. Yeah, come on. This is very easy. I, I'm, I'm sure these fuckboys could lie for you know hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So yeah, it's like Among Us. The the girls try to sniff out the boy, you know, the guys, and all the guys have their own tactics about how to approach the girls. Now, the problem with the show is that the ratio is all fucking screwed. So it's um, imagine 24 roided up men and three women in a fucking beach house getting drunk. It's not yeah. going to oh, be. Yeah. I'm sure some of the nice guys might come off as yeah. fuck boys. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's not a good mix, you know. And the, the, they try to have a reality sexy show in a post Me Too era by basically giving women all the power in the show. And they use the power basically to break up any men groups that are you know if the boys are having too much fun with each other and not paying enough attention to the woman the the girls try to break that up and like kick out guys who are in it too much for having the friendship with the other guys instead of focusing <laughs> on them you know so it, it, i think it's it's very entertaining it's very interesting it, the show is a mess i mean you could obviously tell it's their first season and they have no fucking clue what they're doing all the rules sound arbitrary, but I thought it was interesting. I think their approach was better. I think the whole sex saving approach of Netflix is just, it's just not healthy in this era to tell people that, you know, if you have sex with somebody, you just can't connect to them in a deeper, in a deeper level. And, to, and it makes a value judgment in people. It, says, it just inherently says if people, if you have sex with somebody just for sex, that's not right. What I think is right is how you should behave. And we will shame you and publicly ridicule you throughout this whole month if you don't con conform to my expectations of you. That's, that's not, you know, healthy. This is what happens when you give people power that they never got any. So, Yeah, it becomes, it becomes a fucking uh, authoritarian state within a, a couple of days. Now, F-Boys is on HBO Max and the other one is where? On Netflix, yeah. And what's, what's the other one called? Uh, too, uh, too Hot to Handle. Too hot. To, okay. I know. I love too hot to handle. I think it was the one where, uh, you know, at the end, the dude ends up smashing the uh, like crystal ball or whatever before uh, they could get to the end or whatever, so that he could cut the girl that he was dating out of the money. No, right? that's not that. No, show. no. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what you're watching, Derek. Oh Anthony. no, that's... he's watching. It he's is watching something else. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's a. But don't you love how they also pick like all Instagram influencers and like models to to do this? It's like, oh yeah, you're really pre-selecting, you know, a group that's all very very much in depth with their intellectual and uh, emotional side. Yeah. See, see, watch it just to see what's what's going on. Well, Favorican, what's happening next in your podcast, and where can people find you? Ah, uh, let's see. What's going to happen next? Yeah, we'll probably do a, a part horde. two. You're going to get a horde of people that are going to attack you for what you said for Afghanistan. So watch out. But maybe they'll find you charming enough uh, during this little, uh, you know, your OnlyFans takes. To see uh, hey, I think, I, think it's, <laughs> I think the whole point of our show is that we get people to express how they honestly believe about topics. And I, I think Flavor Recon is an extreme asset to have in a show like this where we can get a different viewpoint instead of a circle jerk where everybody, you know, we bring on is just agreeing with us. That's not that's not what uh, Big Brain Chungus is about. Yeah, I definitely don't agree just to agree. That, that's yeah, bad as I a whole. I appreciate that. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, so we can let people know where they can find you. We'll put your details in the in the bio the bio for the episode. So you want to you want to drop anything? No, it's fine. I'll uh, you could add it in. It's okay. just like you say, a fried water podcast and on YouTube and Flavor Recon, but you could you could just drop it in. It's fine. We could do either one. Now, Flavorican, real quick question, you know, based on, uh, you know, because your podcast is called Fried Water, what is your favorite fried food? Uh, we have a whole bunch. What's your uh, favorite? We, we could start with Tostones. Oh. Fried oh. plantain. Oh, okay. Not um, fried butter? That doesn't mean yeah, Definitely not, no. Is that even no. real? The fried butter is definitely real. You go to a yeah, go to a state fair. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Flavor Recon have definitely. So I've, I've watched people eat. Oh it, yeah, it's, it's pretty disgusting. This, this, <laughs> what do you do with it? It's there's so a lot of bad food it. that they make. Yes, you know, people just eat it, but yeah. In America, fried butter is a, is a thing. All right, everybody, yes. go check out your fried butter in your local state fair. Thank you for yeah. tuning in. Yeah, but make sure the butter is sustainably sourced. If you see Ashraf Ghani, tell him where the fuck is our funding for our show. Uh, he's in the. Di- wait, wait, the- Flavor Recon didn't tell me his favorite fried food. Is it really plantains? Is that it? Well, I'm saying there's a, there's a bunch. Good, but there are okay. Then we have alcapurrias, which is how do you say alcapurrias in I English? I mean, I don't know. I like fried chicken wings, to be honest. But fried chicken is is you know. Think pretty much the best, but then yeah, also but like Oreos. Normal. Fried Oreos are also very, very good. Yeah, fried Oreos will be at the Big E over here. Now. All right, everybody. Well, wrap it up. Perfect. Wrap Still. it up.